In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about if you should date a different kind of Catholic. Let's go. The real question is this. How can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. Aloha and welcome to the episode 188 of the Journey to Marriage show. This is Rafi and today I'm going to be talking about if you should date or marry a another kind of Catholic. And the reason why I want to bring this up is actually this is a question that we hear in our community about, hey, I'm a, I go to the Latin church, but my partner, he goes to the Byzantine church and I don't know if I should continue dating them and and getting married to them because I'm afraid of um, leaving the Latin church or whatever their concerns and challenges are over this. And I kind of want to give some some context as to how to approach this type of situation if you are in this situation. Um, I want to share our story because Sarah and I have been cradle Catholics all of our life and we have went through the regular latin church we were raised in the latin church we went to a novus ordo mass the new mass after vatican ii and it was great like that was the mass that changed everything for me and sarah like that is where i found a conversion back to my faith Um, when i started really getting more serious about my faith going to daily mass and i started seeing the beauty and just building that personal relationship with christ in this in the in the new mass but then what happened was i was introduced to friends um, in hawaii at the time where they introduced me to this new type of liturgy it's not a new type of liturgy to me it was new but it was what the early saints have experience in the mass which is the traditional latin mass the extraordinary form and when i was introduced to this i'm like wow this is like super beautiful um is very reverent very solemn and prayerful we got the organs and i'm like man this is so beautiful like i could really um feel christ in this liturgy and i introduced sarah to it and she was on board with it as well. She's like, wow, this is so beautiful. And um, yeah, we started going to the traditional Latin mass. And then recently, like here in Vegas, we have a church that's really close to our place and they celebrate the Maronite liturgy. And we're like, what is this Maronite thing? <laughs> and I thought it was going to be like the Latin church. But when we're go- when I was going through mass, I'm like, this is a different format. There's a lot of singing, a lot of chanting back and forth. And I'm like, this is beautiful. This feels like we're praying the Psalms like back and forth, like during a divine office. 
and it was just like a liturgy and I started like going to it every single day and now I'm having like this this new appreciation for the Maronite liturgy this this um yeah and I started really just delving into understanding the theology of it because I understood like there's things that are, they do differently in this liturgy they stand during com- during the uh, what's that called during communion and during the consecration because they have a different type of theology compared to the latin church and i'm starting to learn a lot about that and through this whole journey like we've been just really like our eyes have opened to just so many different ways that we can live out our catholic faith that it just reminds us of the universality of our church that we could ju- we could we have just so much benefit to this right we have so many different ways of how we can live out our faith that is just so beautiful it's so beautiful because it ultimately comes down to the number one like purpose is the mass regardless of what liturgy we're attending the mass is there we're receiving the eucharist we're receiving jesus and building a personal relationship with him through the mass. So if you are currently dating somebody and you're considering marriage with this person who's of opposite uh, with you, like you go to the Latin church, but they go to like an Eastern Orthodox church, they go to like a Byzantine or whatever that may be, what we really challenge you to do is to really be open, right? To really be open here. And as long as your partner is a Catholic and they're striving for virtue and they would be a good husband or wife, like you see these natural traits and virtues in this partner, that should be enough. Like if they really strive for holiness and to develop a personal relationship with Jesus through the sacraments, like... I wouldn't really like we wouldn't really worry about what if. Okay. Allow the Holy Spirit to guide you and your relationship um, as you continue to foster your spiritual growth. What you don't want to do here is think your your the right that you go to, um, the Latin right is better than the Alexandrian right or whatever. Like you don't be thinking that yours is better than theirs or shame them for thinking that they're wrong for going to like a Byzantine rite rather than a Latin rite. What you need to do is be flexible and open. I know this is one of the biggest challenges that we we experience with couples when they start dating and when they start getting engaged and get into a more intimate relationship, they start realizing they're, they have differences. They have different worldviews, different upbringings, but you need to be flexible. You need to be open because marriage, it takes two, right? If you are continuously just thinking about your way is the best way, you're not willing to sacrifice, be open, understand, then you're always going to be in conflict. So this is one of those areas that you've just got to be flexible and be open. You also should start learning more about the church in the whole, like in the whole. Like if you've been so used to the Latin rite, Maybe you should go to a different rite and learn about that. And a pre- like this whole journey for you will help you to appreciate the beauty of the church because there's six rites 
currently in the church. There's the Latin Rite, the Alexandrian Rite, the West Syrian, the Armenian, the East Syrian, uh, or the Chaldean Rite, and then you have the Byzantine Rite. Okay, and there's so many different types of churches that fall under these different rites. So learn about it because all of these 23 different Eastern Catholic churches, like they submit to to the same doctrines and dogmas that the Latin church submits to, right? These are all fully Catholic. And whether you go to a, a different church in these rites or not, like, you fulfill your Sunday obligation. You receive all the sacraments. Like that's what we're there for, right? So learn more about the church in the whole if you've been so used to just the Latin church. And I guess another thing is just be focused. Be focused on just Christ and the mass, right? Don't think about too much about the technicalities of what liturgy that your partner is going to or what you're trying to attend. Like just be open, like you're there for Jesus, right? Be open. Don't be th- so thinking like nitpicky and like, oh, they're doing this wrong. Like you're no, they're not. Like we all, like all these different types of liturgies might have different types of formats of how they celebrate the mass, but the mass is the mass. You're there for the sacraments. You're there for Jesus. You're there to, to build a personal relationship with him. So the best thing to do here is like like we're calling you to be united. Like this shouldn't be a divisive thing in relationships if you are a different type of Catholic. Like we are one church. Like we are ready divi- we're already seeing division with those sch- the schismatic communities or the Protestant denominations. Like we see already a lot of the breaking out of the church tradition. But if you're both Catholic, Like, this is a time to be united. This is not a time to see this as a division between the both of you. Just because your partner is attending a different type of liturgy doesn't mean they're wrong, doesn't mean that there are enemies. This this should mean to really open your eyes, be open, be flexible, and be understanding of what they started to see, like their own worldview of how they're growing spiritually and be open to that. Learn more about it. Go to the different types of churches, the different types of liturgies to learn more about the church and know that we need to just stand united as a church, um, as Catholics. So hopefully this helps. Hopefully this gives you some insight. And um, if you are having trouble like overcoming these types of spiritual differences, whether it be different liturgies or just having a different way of living out your spiritual life, and you'd want to develop more alignment in this area. You want to develop your strong, a stronger sacramental and prayer life together and just ultimately sh- strengthen your Christ-centered relationship so that you can be that holy couple that God is calling you to be. We invite you to book a clarity call with, with us. Let's learn more about you. Let's connect. We we love just talking to couples like through these calls and just seeing how we can best serve you in the current state and situation in your relationship. And to book a free clarity call, all you got to do is go into the show notes of this podcast show and book your free call. And we're looking forward to connect with you. With that being said, praying for all of you holy couples on your journey to marriage. Take care and God bless. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast 
so you can get notifications of future episodes. Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, go to journeytomarriage.com slash resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until Until next time, time, future future spouses. spouses.